Hello gents, James Marshall here. Now very recently I was in Lisbon, Portugal, one of my favorite places in all the world, and it was even better because I got to hang out with my old friend, collaborator, and doppelganger, Sasha Dagan, now going by his real name, Alex Lazarev. So Sasha and I used to travel the world for years as dating coaches, and then he went off and did his own stuff, moved to Ecuador, and he's been doing a whole lot of spiritual and personal work for the last couple of years. And we saw each other last year, but we haven't hung out a lot recently. So we had a good catch up and we sat down and had a long discussion, which I filmed about what's been happening for us and particularly for him, his journey from being like a hardcore day game fanatic, pretty much doing only that, through to a guy now that is all about his spiritual growth. That's, that's his emphasis, his health, his uh, consciousness expanding. And he's always exploring all sorts of different uh, methodologies and technologies to, to adjust his spirituality. But what I can say is Sasha's different, you know, like we've been friends for years and he often had a, you know, he was always awesome, but he had a bit of a chip on his shoulder and he was a bit grumpy. And this time when I hung out with him and last time as well, he is a changed man. He is very, very happy, super present. He's lost heaps of weight. Sasha's skinnier than me now. Can you believe that? He's, he's a skinny cunt. Uh, it was really lovely to see him in his power. I went and spoke at his Infinite Man Summit, which was beautiful. And so I'd like to now present to you guys uh, an intimate and in-depth discussion between me and Sasha about life, universe, and the meaning of everything. Hope you like it. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Um, I'm sitting here on a Portuguese couch in the penthouse level, five floors up. I didn't tell you that it was five floors. You tricked me again. There's no lift here because the building is 200 years old. And uh, I'm in Lisbon with my favorite Sasha that I know, that I ever knew. Hello. Uh, where I've just been speaking at the Infinite Man Summit, which is Sasha's new brainchild of international skullduggery and excellence on many multiple dimensional planes. True. That's actually an excellent description. description. That might go on the next t shirt. Yeah, I'm thinking of becoming a copywriter. So, um, Maybe for the guys out there, because you've kind of vanished off the pickup scene. And when I say kind of, I mean totally disappeared <laughs> from being one of the forerunners of the uh, guys that are out grinding the streets with their students to just not doing that and disappearing to an Ecuadorian village to live a different type of life. Tell us what the hell you've been up to for the last year or so. Not chasing ladies. That's what I've been doing. Um, well, honestly, it was a great time. With the ladies, it was really a lot of fun. I loved it. I learned a lot. But I just got to a point where um, enough was enough. And uh, I'd been getting into other levels of self-development for quite some time. I had a, a pretty big spiritual awakening in like 2009. I was getting into health stuff. Uh, I was more interested in entrepreneurship and how things work. But really, the, the spiritual path really sucked me in. And, you know, you knew we've done ayahuasca together before, but I just went much further. I was getting into meditation and manifestation and following uh, Abraham Hicks and Bashar and uh, switching timelines and just, just this the, the craziest things have been happening. And that just kind of took over. And it also, as that was happening, and I was really getting sucked into also working on myself and healing myself, too, because, as you know, I had a pretty, I had a pretty traumatic childhood. You know, I had, I had On a scale of... Traumatic childhoods, you'd have to have had something involving a gulag to be much worse. It was, it was bad. It was really, really tough. And so I realized that um, a lot of the things I was doing, including, you know, going up there and uh, getting really good with women uh, and, you know, having lots of girlfriends and all this kind of stuff. It was, you know, I, I like girls, yes. And I like having relationships with girls. I like sex. It's all wonderful. But 
a lot of that was coming from the wrong place. It was really come up, coming from a place like I was trying to prove something. Um, I wanted the validation. I wanted the, you know, the company. I, I really wanted to be loved because I, I never got that from my mom. So when I started healing some of my own trauma and I started just loving myself more and going deeper into, into really who and what I am, I didn't really need the, the validation from women anymore. In fact, I just was just like, actually, I'd rather sit and meditate and connect with the divine and go deeper within myself. That, that's more of a good time for me than, than, than chasing girls. And uh, the interesting thing is, the more you uh, go down that path and love and accept yourself, actually, the more girls show up anyway. So um, it's a bit of a time saver. <laughs> mm. Well, he's like, meditate for many years, and then some chick will be like, wow, he's resonating at a high level, I will bang him. That's literally... In a tantric <laughs> way. That guy doesn't care about me at all, I must have him. And you, as we've discovered, it works quite well. It can work, so yeah, you just do aloof guru game. Um, I'm glad you brought up the, kind of the early stages of, because of, I met you when you were still in the height of your running around the streets. Oh, yes. It was, I mean, it was amazing to watch, and it was also irritating, because you couldn't get somewhere with you because you would run off after every hot little thing that walked by every time. So going, going from that to now a much more aesthetic lifestyle and one where you're uh, really not rushing to chase that and the underlying issues that you saw in terms of egotism or trying to prove yourself, um, that's something that we, both of us, have come up against countless times with clients and with people that come to us for advice. And I think it's an interesting topic and not one that has like an, a simple answer because obviously you've, you've taken a path now where you're yeah, working primarily on uh, other stuff. You're not involved in the dating self-help niche so much anymore. Um, but the the process of going through and understanding your ego, learning about what is what is the identity that's been layered on top of you through conditioning or through fear or through desire for endless kind of uh, validation or conquest or pleasure or hedonism or whatever. That there's that there, this is a path that all men I think who are in the modern world are faced with, where, where they're, they're faced with these kind of temptations and these offers and also these missions that they can choose to navigate in different ways. And, and some of them will be kind of heroic, spiritual lover's journey or warrior's journeys or more uh, introspective, or they can be purely materialistic and egotistical in the sense of like only interfacing with the world from your mask and then that, that becomes all encompassing. And that goes through, through trying to make money or bang a thousand girls or whatever. But I think it's important that we look at like that the, the pursuit of, of uh, ego through trying to prove yourself is, some, is, is an aspect of the path that uh, I think pretty much anyone who goes on a spiritual journey goes through. And it'll, we, we kind of use the vehicle of seduction and women as the mirror to teach us things about ourselves, about our fears, our limitations, our desire, our you know, our, our animal instincts and all of that kind of stuff. And that, that was often not mature. It was, it was something that was being driven from a lack and driven from a need to show the world or our father or this next girl or our fans or someone or ourselves that we were valuable, lovable, sexy, you know, successful men. And it's like we had to go through that, I feel. Well, I mean, there's, of course, there's all sorts of ways you could go through it, but this is the, the way that you and I and many people that we know have gone through is that they've been driven from that, I don't feel good about myself, I have lack of self-worth, uh, and I'm going to try and gratify that by having sex with many women or, or feeling like I have power over women or something like that, and that there are p pathways which can lead you off into the that's all you do forever, which we know some people who end up down that path, it's quite gets more and twisted and bizarre, and I'm glad it's all on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
at, or you can use this at, as a spiritual path where you learn about relationships, uh, you learn about yourself in relation to women, you learn about sexuality, you learn about your fears and your desire and, and how to have a union with somebody and with greater powers. So what are some of your thoughts on this? Because I know you talk about crushing the ego and about, you know, that, that you're in kind of battle with the ego, but I, I think like the ego is more nuanced than kind of like it's just a, just something that you've been taught or, or that's fake. It's like it's sewn into the way that you're referencing everyone else and then how, what everyone perceives you as and what you how you fit into this time and space in this culture and then also how you perceive yourself as a human as a as a spiritual force as a, as a proactive thing you have to have some kind of sense of identity but uh maybe you can talk more about what you mean in terms of ego the ego battles or the ego kind of uh navigation or whatever it is that you have to do uh and also in terms of that uh in relation to a pathway of men becoming actualized or growing up or becoming warriors into kings mm. That was a really long question. That was like a rant and a question. That's a ranty question. It was a ranty question. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. Well, I guess that's really two questions there. Um, probably more. Probably more. <laughs> probably, I, could just, I could just rant for hours now. I guess I'll answer the ego one first. Yeah, only recently have I really gotten more familiar with the, the, the nuances of the, the layers of the ego. I used to just look at it as bad because I was only focusing on destroying that part of the ego that was keeping us from doing what we wanted, keeping us from taking chances, you know. And, and I find it's not just, oh, that girl's really uh, beautiful, and uh, should I, if I go over there and hit on her and she tells me to piss off, I'm a loser, so I'm not going to do that. That same unhealthy ego is stopping you from taking all the good chances, you know, asking your boss for a raise or quitting your job and starting that business you've been thinking about for the last five years and haven't started, or, or, or you know, going to going to Thailand and traveling for whatever, whatever it is that you know you want to do and you're, you're just not taking action from fear, you know, from, from, from that fear of failure. So it's that part of the ego that's not healthy. It's not helping you. You're not going to die, you know, if you fail. You're not going to, nothing's going to happen if the girl laughs in your face. You just feel a bit poopy. So that part of the ego isn't useful. And when you acknowledge that and, and become familiar with it and kind of go, actually, you know what? I don't need this anymore. Yes, that, that kind of became my specialty. And uh, that's kind of what I got famous for, even though, you know, I was never really, uh, I never said I w even thought I was the best at pickup or anything. I was the best at being myself, having fun, and not giving a shit about rejection. Because I killed that part of my ego, and that's, you know, that's what I was doing for all those guys. And I'm literally now just finishing up my book um, called, funny title, How to Win Friends by Pissing People Off. Which is all about how you can actually free yourself and become very socially free by doing things specifically that will make your ego basically be challenged and where you will feel like oh my god everyone thinks I'm a dick and just crushing that party that actually cares what people think and by getting over that you can actually be free you can be free because just dating or your career it's literally everything you could do in your life is sabotaged by what we think what what, what we think other people think about us uh, random people on the street which is really stupid but your parents want you to do something so you, you, you do that you go to school for eight I met people go to school for eight years they don't even want to do that thing just they, they want to make mummy and daddy happy or society says oh if you do this job you're successful and then you're a real man but you gotta you know if you earn this much money I mean we're, we're living our lives for what other people want so I would really I really got good at just crushing this little part of the ego but then there's other there's other layers of course our identity you know I'm a man uh, or I'm an entrepreneur or I'm funny. Even. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. Anything. The, 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 and so, so it's okay to 
It's okay to have these things that make us individuals. There's nothing wrong with having a healthy ego. Nothing wrong with saying, I want to write a great book, or I want to help people, or I want to be the best. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's totally healthy if it's in check, if it's under control. But it's when it gets out of control completely, or it prevents you from, you know, that unhealthy part grows and stops you from taking action. That's, that's when it's a problem, and that's when it needs to be, to be dealt with. Or you're taking too much action that's only about gratifying yourself in a material sense. So, so that's the other part. When I had the unhealthy ego, sometimes I'd be going out and picking up chicks. I'm already dating some women. I'm already having plenty of sex. But, oh, if I just get one more video of me picking up chicks, people will think I'm cooler. And maybe I'll make some more money and I'll be even more of a famous pickup artist. So, so that, that, Which that, is true. And it did work a lot. It worked really well. People, you would, yeah, it, people it, would think it, you were it was, cooler. It was pretty cool. But, uh, but it was really coming from an un unhealthy place because I, I wanted to feel loved and I wanted to feel validated. And, uh, and so, you know, this weaves kind of into the, into the first question about a man's journey and all this kind of stuff. I don't think it's inherently, I don't think it's wrong to, to, to do a legacy. To, to, there's nothing wrong with becoming a pickup artist and getting tons of girls or starting a business and making millions of dollars or, uh, or, or doing any great thing. Um, that, that's fine, you know, because we're all here to play the game. We're all here to learn. In this, uh, you know, this human experience, this, this game that we're playing, but it's about doing it consciously. It's about understanding why we're taking certain behaviors rather than just acting blindly. When I was going around and hitting on 40 girls a day or whatever, I wasn't doing it consciously. I was just like, oh, I was out of control, and I thought it was so cool, and I'm gonna bang all these girls, and I was completely out of control. And the he was addicted. People like Sasha, not not. No, I got to do ten more. Ten more. You've had enough today. Come on, we're eating in a restaurant. Just don't do one more. So so it was out of control, and I wasn't able to, to to see that. So it's about why are you doing the things that you're doing? What's what's the real reason? You see. So so if, for example, you've you, you've really gotten uh, conscious with the fact that you do have fear and you're afraid of rejection and you really want to consciously go out there and let's say talk to 10 girls a day so you get over your fear, that's wonderful. It's a great thing to do. It's good for you. Wonderful. And when you break that fear and you know you're okay and you've calmed down and you're dating a couple of girls, you can stop doing that now. You're, you're, you're good. But to continue doing that forever, to prove how great you are, to, 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 for other reasons, maybe it's not so useful, you know? Why do you wanna go make $10 million? Well, if you really have a business that you're passionate about and it helps people, maybe, maybe you've come up with a solution that makes people's lives easier, whatever it is, and you're really passionate about it, there's nothing wrong with being successful making millions of dollars. If you're really living your purpose authentically and you're making the world a better place, good for you, I want you to do, make a billion dollars. Because if you make a billion dollars and, you, and you've done it because you've added a billion dollars of value to the world, you've created something good. But if you just wanna make money, because you think people will like you and you'll be able to have friends and finally you'll be accepted and, and, people, and because you know, kids didn't play with you when you were five years old and you got beat up and you were the loser and now everyone's gonna wanna be my friend because I'm gonna have tons of money. You're not creating that business from the right place. That's the problem. So you wanna just be conscious. Why are you doing what you're doing? What place are you truly coming from? And is it really serving you to, to do this, whatever it is, this behavior? Was there, was there some kind of transition points for you where you, you've gone from this a shift from unconsciously just chasing your desire or your ego through to, okay, so now you're in a place where your primary motivations are around self-love and self kind of introspection or knowledge. Did that happen suddenly or was that something that happened gradually over time or you just sort of had clarity? Because I remember last time I saw you were in London, that was when you were wrapping things up in the real world and you were, you know, closing stuff down with the Sasha PUA stuff and figuring out your next move. And then the next thing you know, you're in the jungle in Ecuador drinking juice and eating air. Oh, air's delicious. He loves eating and air. And I drink my own piss. He eats Let's so much air, washes it down with a healthy glass of his own piss. 
Aaron Fist. It's not quite as good as someone else's piss because then, uh, you know, but when you when when you can only get your own piss. I've tried other people's piss too. Yeah. It tasted like my piss. What about the fermented cabbage and piss combo? Oh, man, there's limitless combinations. Mm. Um, but the answer is, yeah, it's, um, you know, and again, it, it's all about your evolution, you know? You don't want to get stuck. Me and James, we've met so many people. Good guys. Great guys. We love them. We're friends with some of them. Leroy. Great guy. Yeah, love Leroy, you know, even, even though uh, Mario. You know, he's a bit different. But, um, but it, it, we're all, we're, we're evolving. That's the thing. So if you get into pickup or anything, anything that you're super into, if it's serving you and you're learning and growing, keep doing it. It's awesome. It's awesome. But for example, with, with, with pickup and seduction, if you get into it and you're doing it and you get to a point where you're good, you've gotten over your fear, you're dating women and, and, and it's over, why are you still doing it? Move on. They're, 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 if there's no growth in it for you, why are you doing it? What's the point? You know, and so I see these guys that get stuck uh, and, and it's fair enough if you're stuck and, and, and you still suck at it, then you need coaching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's another thing. But if you've got... Right, coaching, he doesn't do any coaching anymore, no, so no, that I, means... I don't do... Yeah, no, def, definitely... Uh, you know, basically, we, uh, we discussed the kickback on that comment before. Yeah, yeah, I want some... Uh, I like kickbacks, they're always good. Mm. So, but if you're stuck, if, you're do, if, you're, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, and you've, you know, and you're, it's not, you're not growing anymore, either get some help or recognize that it's not the right thing or you're doing something wrong, but, but just, be, just be conscious and present with what, what's actually happening for you right now. Don't get stuck in these, you know, in, the, in these infinite loops. We, we know guys that, that, have, that are, for what, 10 years have been doing the same stuff. They're not really doing anything other than going out and being crazy and hitting on girls and just, and there's, there's, there's been no evolution for them at all on any level, and it's it's really, really sad to see. Mm. So they might have come up with a few more baller openers. Maybe, maybe they've, got extra, they've got extra openers. Yeah. Um, but you still didn't answer my question in terms of your transition. Like, Oh yes, that's right. I was leading up to that. So, yeah, so as I got into, uh, you know, just the, the, the spiritual side and just like really connecting, well, healing myself, like, he, like really getting into like that I was really traumatized and, you know, I, I was angry at women. I was pissed off because uh, my mom didn't love me and she left me and I was in this really destructive pattern of falling in love with women who were going to leave me and break my heart. Why? Because my mother loved me and she left me. Uh, you know, she, she killed herself when I, when I was uh, 17. So that was my pattern. If a woman loves me, she leaves me. And I just kept going through this drama, like falling in love, and, and, and I didn't see it. I was like, why does this keep happening? Do we ever understand? <laughs> so it's not good and it wasn't healthy. So I did primal therapy and, you know, after already doing some work in meditation and whatever, and I just saw the pattern and I went, oh, this is what love is to me. Okay, great. I don't have to do that anymore. It's not healthy, right? And so I stopped. I stopped the pattern. And, I, and, and in that process, and also other things I was doing, various things, you know, I started just loving me more and recognizing actually just because my mom didn't give me love or my dad didn't give me love, that doesn't mean I'm not worthy. You know, I'm a great person. I started recognizing that, that I actually am wonderful and I have great friends and people appreciate me and I've helped so many people. And I was finally able to, to really start loving myself. And when that started happening, it really started changing everything, you know. And, uh, and one day, um, I was just standing there listening to, to a guy, I flirt with a, with a girl on a microphone and he was doing it and, and I was just standing there and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be a pickup artist. I don't want to tra train these guys. I just don't want to do this anymore. It's not making me happy. I, what makes me happy is, yes, you know, uh, serving people and helping people, helping people wake up out of, the, out of the matrix. I'm very passionate about this, getting people social freedom so they can not care what people think and doing whatever they want to. I mean, that's basically my thing that I do. But I didn't want to be a PUA or a seduction coach or any of those things. I was done with it. And I knew I was done with it. 
And again, I had to, and this is what you asked about the path. You know, I was on this path. I was YouTube famous and making lots of money and, you know, I was coaching all, all these guys. And it was really a difficult thing to step away from that and go, you know what, this isn't the path for me anymore. It's just not for me anymore. Even though it meant less money, less fame, less notoriety, you know, I had to really have a moment of being real with myself. Like, what's more important? The money and the women, literally, and the money and the bitches and the fame, or? Money, the women, the Money, power. women, and fame, I had it all, it was great. But, or, or just just keep being true to myself, get, like really feeling into my heart, what, what, is actually, what do I really wanna do for me out of my love for myself? And it was such a clear answer. Just stop. Stop, take a break, and do, do what you really love doing, which is doing awesome podcasts where I interview people on their spiritual journey, which I love, and running the Infinite Man Summit where I help guys become their best selves in all core areas. That's it. And it's just about being true to yourself. Fuck, and you know, this, is my main, this has been my main mantra for, for fucking years. This is what social freedom means. It doesn't matter what your parents think, what society, everything you've been programmed, all these ideas that you think are true, most of it is manipulation and bullshit. Honestly, most of the things, we've even, even basic things like eat three square meals a day, it's really healthy for you. Worst thing you can do is three meals a day. The more you eat, the more your body works, you get fatter, you know, it, it, it ages you, you use up a lot of energy. The healthiest thing is actually to eat less and less and less, and it's proven. One meal a day, you'll live longer, you'll be clearer, you'll be lighter, you'll feel better, you'll have more energy, you'll have a higher sex drive. Everything, the less you eat. Little simple things, you know? So, so. I realize I've been accidentally intermittently fasting all my life because, you know, I get up so late and then I like fart around for a few hours and I don't eat anything till the afternoon. That's why. Uh, that's that's, why that's how I managed to yeah. stay ripped. Although, although now it looks like Sasha might be more ripped. For than the me. first time first ever, I'm a little more ripped than James. He's got like a little bit of tiny belly little. And I've got little, a little tiny bit more muscle. Six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite amazing. And it was always like I'm a bit fat, and he's just fucking. And he's never done a push-up, and it's nothing. <laughs> he's just there eating all the time and pumping. Right? And I'm like, James, how are you? And he's just like, that don't make sense. Just shredded. And I was so angry, and now I'm just like, actually, now it makes sense. Mm. I stopped eating all the time, mm-hmm. and now I love myself a lot too. So, um, so yeah. let me uh, like digress you. Uh, you. So you brought up worthiness, which is a, a good thing because every person that I work with, and, and it's not obviously just limited to the pickup sphere, people have worthiness issues everywhere, but everyone who comes to me, I'm sure to you as well, have these core insecurities about whether or not they are lovable or worthwhile. And that's really the core of why they don't, I mean, if you feel like you're awesome, to go and talk to a girl and see if she wants to hang out with you, or really you just need to kick in the ass and like just don't fucking do that dumb thing and then do this thing a bit better and you're fine. Um, whereas the real thing that's holding people back is the fear that the girl is going to see through you and see, oh, you're worthless. Well how, well, how dare you? Why would you dare come and speak to me? Uh, and then that goes, ripples out into all other areas of your life when you feel like, okay, I'm not, why should I deserve to get more money from this job or work you know, less or not be taken advantage of or why should I put up with... Why should I uh, not put up with people's shit because I should just accept what I get out of life and rather than thinking too big or whatever. So this, this, this lack of self-worth is the reason why people don't take opportunities, chances, and, and therefore they don't succeed. So the worthiness thing in terms of uh, reflection with womanhood, that's what I'm curious to ask you about now because you've kind of taken a break from women in, in some ways. Like you're, you used to be a guy who was dating girls all the time. Uh, and now you've taken a break and you've redirected your energies elsewhere. So I'm curious to know about this in terms of like the the process of self-worth and self-love we, without the need to be with anyone at all actually, to have periods of 
chosen celibacy or of removing yourself from the need to you know chase things which at other times may be really positive for you what's that been like for you and and uh what differences have you felt in yourself as you've redirected, say, your sexual and relationship energy? Well, I believe that uh, when we come down to this wonderful planet, it's not random. I don't think we just randomly, people have sex and people just show up. I don't believe any of that. I believe that uh, we have a reason that we're coming here. I believe that we, we have a purpose. Everybody has their unique purpose. Uh, the stuff that they're working on, you know, for the development of their, of their soul. And I think we just keep coming down here and developing, 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 and raising our, our consciousness throughout many, many lifetimes. And, you know, running around and chasing girls is a great time, and you can learn stuff during it, but it's probably not your life purpose. So, maybe for some, maybe for this guy, he seems to be pretty good at it. But when you get to a point of enough, and you're happy, and, you know, you, you got the skill set down, and I had it good enough, yeah, it just gave me so much more time to explore uh, my soul's journey, right? I figured out why I'm here. I'm here to help people achieve social freedom, wake up out of the matrix, discover the truth about their own being, and live lives that are more authentic to, you know, truly what, what's in their hearts. That's, that's why I came down to the planet. And I've been able to do that way more for the last two years when I've stopped, like, approaching 40 girls a day, you know, like, you know all the time. It was just... Six was, dates a week. It was, it was, it was, it was insane. So, so yeah, it just gave me a lot of, of space to go, to go much deeper uh, on my own journey, healing myself. I've been able to heal myself, do lots of courses on that, meditations. You know, I've really just been, I've been able to just take the time to work on me and my purpose and my connection with the divine. And for me, now, that is the most important thing. Nothing is more important than my spiritual development. Nothing. That is, that is what I'm doing, and everything else is just a byproduct of that. And what I find is, as you work on yourself, as you get cleaner, and I've been joking about this for a while now. People, you know, people ask me, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a cleaner. They're like, what do you mean, like a toilet cleaner? I'm like, no, no, I just clean myself. You know, my, my, my childhood conditioning, my societal conditioning, my giving a fuck about what people think about me. I'm cleaning. I'm just cleaning all the time. And when you really clean and you get rid of the conditioning and the thoughts in the brain, all these patterns we have in our heads of what we're supposed to do and what people think about us and blah, 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 blah. When you really get rid of that stuff and you're clean, your default state is happiness, you know, because... The, the system trains us to always be comparing ourselves to other people who have more money than us or people who have a better abs or people that are more successful and always comparing. And it's a game you can't win. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you have a million dollars, well, and the next guy's got two or five. What if you lose that one? So you better make some, make, better make some more. You know, the next guy's got a better car. The next guy's got uh, even a hotter girlfriend. So I got, I, it never ends. It's a game that never ends. You can't win that game. But the game of becoming your most authentic self finding your exact purpose, being you as authentically, as, 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 as much in the moment, as passionately as possible, just being the best version of you, that's the game you can win. That's, what I, that's the game I'm playing. I just want to be a happier, better, more authentic version of myself than I was a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, a year ago. A happier version of myself, a more at peace version of myself. That's, that's the game I'm playing. And I'm winning. I'm always winning. And there's no competition. Sasha's so good at being Sasha. Yeah, I'm really good at it. This is the best I know. No, there's no one. I could say this confidently. There was no one on this planet of 7.5 billion people better at being me than me. And that's actually the only thing I care about. So how do you think, if you were to imagine... Boom! Shakalaka! (laughs) Had to get one of those in. That was a good time for it. I think it was. So how do you think that might integrate back into your life if and when you decide to, like, uh, get a girlfriend or lovers or to... Do you imagine yourself 
integrating this new spiritual side of yourself into a partnership with a woman and what would that so, look so like? So here's the thing, because because I focused on really becoming a whole complete, you know, person with depth and who, you know, who's really working on himself, because I'm that person now, much closer at least, I'm not done. And that, by the way, you're never done. Yeah, that's the thing. You're never done. Ever. Until you, when you leave the planet, you know, you'll never be done. You just want to be as good as you can be, you know. But... What I noticed was I was, do, I was doing this course, I did this crazy uh, breatharian uh, pranic initiation where we, we learned to transfer energy source to be a prana more than food. So you eat a lot less and you know, it depends how hardcore you want to go. But during this process, there were some really amazing people on the course and I, was, you know, I wasn't thinking about women. I went there to do this initiation because I was eating too much and I was a bit fat and I, you know, I wanted to improve myself. And what I noticed was there was all these girls around, even though I wasn't interested, they were really interested in me. What were they doing? They were, they were looking, they were very attractive, they wanted looking. to talk to me, they were hanging or hanging or loitering around. And, and, and not just on this course, just for the last, you know, year even, let's just say, for the last while, as I've just been not interested in women and just really focusing on me, because I'm more authentic in the moment, because you know, before when there were hot girls, you know, you're thinking, about, oh, how am I acting, or am I, am I, I'm, I'm not acting weird, I'm not looking over, did she, oh shit, did she just notice that I looked did, at her? Does no, she oh, think man. Sasha's cool or yeah, me? Yeah, was yeah. that did looking at like me James? or was she just yeah, looking yeah. at, at the window? If she likes James, I probably, I, probably, she probably can't, you know, I probably can't get her. So, so you know, there's always this level going on when you're not really comfortable in your own skin, when you're not really living your authentic self fully. And now that I'm much closer to that version of myself, I really don't care what the girls think. I don't care. I'm not trying to get anything from them. I don't care. So they notice that I'm just having a good time being me. I'm chilling, whether I'm talking to James or my other friend or just farting around, whatever I'm doing. I'm just being me. And when I talk to girls, should they come over, ask me something, or I happen to just have a normal chat, hey, how's it going? How you guys doing? Whatever. They can tell there's no agenda. They can feel the girls are really good at feeling agendas. They're much better than us at all that stuff. So they know I'm just a dude who's like doing my own thing and quite comfortable in my own skin and I don't want anything from them. And the fact that I'm happy being myself and I don't want anything from them makes me very, very attractive. So to the point where there's, there's girls just hanging around me that are always trying to get my attention down where I live. And even some of my female friends have said to me, it's like, have you noticed that girl's always around here? I'm like, what? No. She's like, she's here because you're here. She's, this girl wants to hook up with you. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, are you stupid? And I'm like, yes. Apparently, I am stupid. You used Several, to know that. You know, I, I used to, but no, well, usually I'd be too busy going and hitting on all the girls around to actually sit back and chill and actually see which ones were into me. I didn't care. I was like, she's hot. I'm going over there right now. You know, so I, I wasn't really, again, I wasn't that conscious with it. I was just like, okay, got to approach all the girls. That's where I was at. That's where, just, just, that's just where I was at, at the time. So when you're really on your life's mission, when you're living authentically, you're just doing what you love doing and just being in the moment and enjoying everything rather than thinking, oh boy, I want to get this and you know, I want to get this girl. It's a game changer. And you just become that guy. You, you become what's called natural. You know, the guys we used to hate, and those fucking guys are all muscly and shit and all the girls like, you become that guy because you have your shit together and, and you feel good about who you are and there's nothing to prove anymore. Not to the world, not to your parents, not to women, not to your friends, nothing. You're just you. And then the women are just there. And then you just don't have, you just have to not fuck it up. That's it. Just don't say anything stupid or like, oh, yeah, oh, this girl likes me, titty grab. No, you know, don't do anything stupid. And the girls are just there. And it's that simple. So, so I don't, so anytime I want to, I can immediately get a girlfriend like without, like there's several girls right now that are on my WhatsApp that I could just be like, hey, let's meet up. And I could just, that was it. There's nothing to do. They're just there. I don't want that right now. But when I do, you know, it would be nothing. What would you say to guys who are going about this journey? So they're, they're newly into trying to meet women or trying to improve themselves, trying to break out of the matrix in some kind of way. So they want to go through the path of 
meeting women, dating women, right? So they know that they're going to have to approach them, they're going to have to meet them somehow. Uh, and they're going to need to practice a whole bunch of things that are currently not supernatural for them because they haven't really done it before. What would you say to them? Uh, what advice would you give to them in terms of how can they integrate a, a pathway of needing to go out and learn a skill set and get the mindsets developed and go through all of the stuff we have to go through if they want to have choice in their dating life? But at the same time, be working on their personal change, their inner game, uh, so that they don't end up uh, either like us back in 2014 or like someone who is essentially only locked into their results, uh, who is externally validated, who's getting fucked up by this. So what would you advice would you give them in order to navigate a path of both self-growth and social uh, growth? Good question. I think the short answer is just to find balance in, in life with everything that you're doing. So yes, go up there and, you know, I got my rules. I like to have guys... Talk to the first beautiful girl they see every day, no matter what. No matter what, because she's on a bus or she, you just woke up and you got like toothpaste on your mouth. I don't care. Just first, you know, do the have install the habits so that you can achieve success or you can overcome your fears. You know, so you can get to that point where you want to be with women, but don't do it completely so in in a way so obsessively what what will put all, your whole life out of balance. You know, don't you know, do for don't, a short time. Yeah, I mean, usually I would say for a workshop uh, length of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example. Well, that's all right. From four to seven to ten days. If you want to do something, it's good to get into something, but don't let it ruin other areas of your life. So if you want to dedicate, you know, if you want to do a course, that's fine. But what I did was like taking years, where like all day long I just wake up, go out, hit on girls, and then get home at two o'clock in the morning, just go out again. And when I wake up, I'm hitting on girls for years. That's a little not healthy, you see. So, so that, you want to get to the point where you don't have to get to mastery. You want to get good enough. You want to get pretty good. So if you get to the point where you can live your life, see a beautiful girl, and then just be like, all right, I'm going to do this. And you come over there and you have a bit of a chat, connect, get her number, and you're okay with that. If you can do that consistently, you don't need to be going out for eight hours a day for years. You don't have to do that. Live your don't life. Do, don't do that. Don't do that. It's, it's messing horrible. up the cities we live in. It's really bad. So find your purpose, you know, work on developing yourself, loving yourself, healing yourself, having amazing friends, having a great lifestyle, work on everything, but just get to the point with women where you're good enough to take action. That's all, that's the only point you need to get to, you know, um, and just have a little bit of perspective, you know, believe me, we've been there. So when I'm telling you, you're not going to be happy uh, and you're wasting a lot of time if you spend years and years and years on this, don't do what you got to do to get good, good enough. You don't have to be the best in the world and then enjoy the rest of your life. And that's really... I think as simple as it as again. Cool. Yes. Spiritual practice, really useful. Do some meditation. Who knows about that? Um, do some yoga. Do other practices that are going to meet, you know, where you're going to meet new people, potentially women as well, but where, and, and you're going to have another element, build a social circle, have fun things going on in your life outside of just meeting your buddies and going out and hitting on chicks. You know, have some balance. Expand. Expand your consciousness. If you're really working on yourself and you're on that path of self-development and women is a part of that, that's healthy and good as well as being healthy, you know, physically working out, eating well, doing some fasting, whatever, you know, always working on refining your purpose. Why are you here? What makes you happy? And working on your, you know, your, your connection with the divine. You're, you're, you're working on your relationship with the all that is that brought us here. It's beautiful if it's, if it's part of all that. But if you're just focusing on women only for a really long time, it's not healthy. Get it done. Do what you got to do. I think he wants you to take this call. And, uh, and that's it. Mm. Excellent advice, and it's funny how it took us like cumulatively twenty years. Yeah, yeah. To reach ten those, years each. Those kind of conclusions. Yeah. We were like, basically, we shouldn't have been so insanely obsessed by that for quite as long. But 
It's good that we did because then we got to be these two characters, but you don't have to go that far. This has been great to catch up with you, Sasha. What's next for you? It's always a good time. It's always a good, it's always a good time hanging out with this guy. I remember I said to you years ago, actually, I said, I, I said, I said do you think we'll still be friends when, uh, you know, when one of us or both of us aren't doing uh, PUA anymore? And you're like, we'll be even better friends. Well, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And, and we won't uh, have to compete for the same students. That's right. We'll be able, right. I'll, I'll teach them how to do my stuff and then I pass them to you to teach them to ascend. That's right. That's yeah, beautiful. No, I can say, I can say meditation is extremely important and profound. And uh, it's just, it, it's one of the things you have to be able to do. You have to be able to face yourself. How can you master yourself if you can't sit and be with yourself? Who's going to want to be with you and hang, spend time with you if you can't even sit and be with yourself? If you don't want to hang out with you, why should you force yourself on anyone else? You know That's what right. I'm saying? Learn to hang out with yourself first. It's very, very important. Um, even just a little bit, like even just enough to be able to settle your breath, to, to chill yourself it's, out, it's, to, it's, it's very, to step it's very back important. from all your nonsense. It's very important. Um, but to answer your question, for me, I'm going to keep doing my, my podcasts, my Woke as Fuck podcast, keeping it real, waking people up, snapping them out of the we'll, matrix. We'll put that on the bottom of the screen. Boom! Woke.af. All right, excellent. All right, thank you, Sasha. Give me a hug. All right, baby. Good to see you. James Marshall and Sasha, what's your last name these days? Well, my real name's Alex Lazarev. That was a secret for years. It was a secret It was for like years. kind of like the Shaolin secrets. You and had to go. I want to share some insight, right? Ooh. It was a secret, and I didn't want people to find out, oh, no, people will find out and be doing pickup and whatever. And it's because I had shame around my, my wanting to have sex with women. Mm. But as I got older, actually, in the last couple of years, especially when I've come to accept myself more, I'm like, I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. If I want to have sex with women, I will. If I want to go on the street and hit on girls, and there's nothing wrong with that because I'm not doing any sleaze. I'm not getting them drunk or lying to them or doing any of this manipulative weird shit. There are people that do that, but I never did. So there's nothing to be ashamed about. So now I'm just like, yeah, I'm Alex fucking Lazarev. I'm a comic. You can Google me. I've done stand-up and other things. And, uh, and I'm Sasha fucking day game, and I run around and hit on tons of girls, and, and that's all beautiful. It's all, it's all me. So it's Excellent. okay now. Thank you very much, Mr. Lazarev. All right. You want to get back on that crap pipe or what? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.